Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey friend, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast tailor-made for Christian business women who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Well, here we are in the fourth week of August. Many of you have sent your kids back to school. Some of you are getting ready to send them back to school. Some of you are embarking on your own student journey, starting a new semester. Whatever that looks like for you, fall is coming and the rush is probably already started. And you may be feeling a little bit overwhelmed by overachievement or weary or lonely in your business. I've been talking to a lot of Christian businesswomen this summer, some of whom attended my Leading Lady Abide retreat earlier this month, some of whom I've been talking to exploring one-on-one coaching. And what I hear from them about being weary or tired or lonely is that they are vulnerably asking for help. And this series is tailor-made for that. I am so grateful that the Lord put it on my heart to do this series on the armor of God. I'm so grateful that he said, do it at this time. And so I hope you're really taking a lot from it. Would you do me a favor and really your network a favor? If this is speaking to you, would you screenshot it and please share it on social media? Be sure you tag me because I know there are more women who need to hear this message that I cannot possibly reach on my own. So I would ask that you please do that if you would, because there's so much rich content that the Holy Spirit has given me to share as we've been talking about being armored, being fitted in the armor of God to push back against the enemy's schemes. So let's take a look back. This week, we're going to be talking about the helmet of salvation. We've been in Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 18. And if you recall, I have shared some great blog links. I hope you'll go check those out. And in one in particular that I've been referring to by David Kim, he talks to us about how Ephesians 1 through 3 sets us up to understand what is our position in Christ. Ephesians 4 and 5, how we are to walk and live that out. And then in Ephesians 6, knowing that we're going to get persecuted and face opposition and obstacles and all of those things to overcome, 
Paul gives us all we need about putting on the armor of God to be protected and to fight against those principalities, those rulers of darkness. Because friend, I know I've said it before, I'll say it again. We are not fighting against people. It is not against. It is the enemy. And the enemy comes at us with his schemes to knock us off our path, to get us stopped and stalled and stuck and discontented and distracted and doubtful. All of those ways he gets us drifting, which we talked about in the June episodes. And he does that most of all when we're tired and lonely and vulnerable and weary. And so if you're feeling those things right now, I would ask you to just pray over that and and ask the Lord to reveal to you why you're feeling that. Are you trying to get too far ahead of him? Are you not taking action like he's asked you to take? Have you had success, but you've wrapped your identity and definition of your business all into that and not into him? Have you made your business your savior or your idol? Friend, I have been there. I have walked it. It is what led me to working this hustle with heart coaching business because the heart of that mission is helping entrepreneurs just like you to align their results to God's truth, to abide and realize his truth for business. And that's what we're here doing. So if you'd like to chat about that, grab some time on my calendar. The link is below. I'd love to explore how I can help you. Okay. This full armor is meant to give us strength and stability and encouragement to fight off the enemy, which we cannot do in our own power, but to receive all that God has for us because the enemy wants to block that. And if we're allowing him to block us and stop our forward progress or even stop us when God has called us to rest and we're not resting, then we're really getting in the way of all that God has for us. And God so desires to surprise and delight us and to bless us most of all. Not talking law of attraction, woo-woo, prosperity gospel here. No, no, no. I'm talking that God provides and he desires to provide. We talked about that in July. and that the enemy wants to thwart that. And so this is the protection that we have is to put on this armor of God. So this week, we're back in Ephesians 6, 17. And this is what it says. Take the helmet of salvation, which we're talking about this week, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So a couple of weeks ago, you heard me kind of outlining where we were going. And you may have noticed that I missed talking about the sword of the spirit. So that is what we're talking about next week, wrapping everything up with the armor, both the sword of the spirit and then this seventh instruction that some say is part of the armor and some say is not. And we'll be talking about that next week. So apologies that that I neglected to mention the sword of the spirit. God forgives me. Hopefully you will too. So that's where we're going this week is talking about the sword of the spirit. And what David Kim says is that this sword of the spirit is, or I'm sorry, the helmet of salvation, that's where we are this week, is part of the spiritual armor that points to the truth that God is the one who saves and delivers, period. It is, in Paul's description, one of the last things that the Roman soldier puts on. Debbie McDaniel says that the soldier uses that helmet to protect his head because if his head is wounded, he can't think. 
So a few weeks ago, I mentioned my husband's a former sheriff's deputy and in their PT class, they were taught, I think I said to protect their ability to see, hear, and breathe. But now I think it's their ability to think, see, and breathe. I don't know. I, I probably got it messed up. But the point is, this is what the helmet was for, for a soldier to protect his head because that he wouldn't be able to think, right? And that we need that protection. We need that protection because we all need to have the mind of Christ under control of God. Now we we receive the mind of Christ when we accept Jesus, the, the Holy Spirit imparts the mind of Christ to us. Does that mean that we think like Jesus fully? No, because we will never be perfect like Jesus on this side of heaven. So let us let us not kind of put ourselves in a position to be pretending that we're Jesus because we are not. We are to reflect him, but we are to have the mind of Christ. I'll talk more about that in just a second. So we are operating in the mind of Christ. And the most important thing that we can do is to have this helmet because without this helmet and this ability to think, we cannot effectively win the battle. We can't. Now we know that Christ has claimed victory for us, but we cannot effectively fight the battle without the helmet. And here's what else David Kim says about the helmet of salvation. That... It brings protection to our mind and hope that no matter what happens in this life, we have his salvation. So there's two places that I want us to go. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 8, uh, where's my note? Here we go. Um, Paul describes that this piece of the armor is also known as the hope of salvation. So the helmet of salvation, as well as the hope of salvation, same thing. And then in Isaiah 59, 7, Isaiah talks about the Lord putting on the helmet of salvation, meaning that he is the one who saves us. And that the good news is that Jesus brings hope. So it's not just the gospel story isn't just about that Jesus died and was buried, but it is the hope that comes because he was risen on the third day and that he will come again at the end of the age, which is in Revelations 21 uh, to 22. So this helmet of salvation brings us protection for our mind and it brings hope no matter what happens in this life. And then David Kim says that we put this helmet of salvation on when we put our hope fully in the Lord, and that we look only to him who started the work of redemption in us and who will one day complete it, that he will perfect what he has started in us. A couple of other places that I want to take you <clears throat> with this, which probably won't be surprising to you. Um, in 1 Corinthians 2.16, Paul actually quotes Isaiah 40.13 and makes this statement that we have the mind of Christ. So that means sharing in the plan and the purpose and the perspective of Christ. And that is something that we all possess as believers. So what? how does that show up in our business? It means that we show up in our business with intention. Remember, we talk about redefining hustle to mean that we work with intention and a sense of urgency, that we show up with the clarity of how he defines and directs us, and that with the mind of Christ, we're able to put discipline around that, right? That's that third key of our four keys. And you can grab that if you don't already have it. The link is down in the show notes. That we show up understanding that our 
business is a mission field. Whether you're working with a secular audience or a Christian audience, God has positioned and prepared you in your business to have a mission in the marketplace and that we show up thinking like Jesus, seeing like Jesus, loving like Jesus. I believe where we get off track in this sometimes, and I talked about this in my bonus episode on July 2nd, is that we think we are Jesus and that is our job to judge. Jesus didn't call us to do that. That is not our job. So when we're putting on the helmet of salvation, taking on the mind of Christ, we know that we are to see people through his eyes, that we are to love them, that we are to encourage them and be compassionate and all of those things. But the other place, um, the, the other things that the mind of Christ means is that we tune into his wisdom, which is in sharp contrast to man's wisdom. It means that we only understand the word and his truth because we are seeing it through Jesus as our conduit to that, right? Like we are saved and therefore we have access to that. And that it gives us discernment in spiritual matters. Those spiritual matters may be in life, but certainly in business. You know, one of the things that I do with the women that I work with is I have the rooted group coaching community. And the purpose of that membership is to give a place where we can be accountable to each other, where we belong with other women of faith who understand what it means to communicate about walking out faith plus business to pursue success God's way and to provide discernment to each other. So we're able to do that by having the mind of Christ. But here's where else I want to take us. I want to take us to Colossians 3, 2. When we have the helmet of salvation to protect our mind, it means setting our mind on things above, not earthly things. We think differently. We, we view business differently. We do business differently. And the helmet of salvation protects our mind so that we're taking every thought captive for Christ. And then in Philippians 4, 8, where Paul tells us, that we are to think on these things, whatever is true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable, anything excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. We are human and we live in a fallen world. And so therefore our thoughts can spiral out of control very quickly. I haven't done enough work. I need to do more. They're going to say no. Like all of the things that again are the enemy's schemes. And so the helmet of righteousness is so key in this armor of God to protect how we think, to protect our mind and our mindset. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> you can read a lot of books on mindset. This one here is the great big book of everything. This is the foundation. Any new agey things that you read on mindset often quote scripture, or if they don't even say that it's scripture, they're quoting things that actually came from scripture. Trust me when I say the Lord made us, he made our minds. It is an intricate system in our brains. And he knew that we were going to get off track. And it is why he's given us so many instructions to not be afraid, to be strong and of good courage, to think on these things. And it is why he gave us the armor of God. Woo, this is so good. I hope you're enjoying it. If you are, would you DM me and let me know? Screenshot this, share it with people in your community and tag me because 
I know I've talked to some of you on social media and this has been a powerful series for you. And I would love for more people to be able to experience that as well. So next time we're going to finish up this series, we'll be finishing up August, getting ready to roll into the last big holiday of the summer of Labor Day. We are going to be finishing up with this final piece of armor, which is the sword of the spirit. I've got some really intriguing insights into this. So don't miss it. And until next time, I encourage you and I pray for you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus to walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, ambitious Christian woman building a thriving kingdom business. Do you ever feel like you've experienced success yet you're still feeling empty and stagnant in your business? Does the hustle of business secretly fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could do it with calm and joy instead of frantic, frazzled energy? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle With Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.